We're in. Do I have coffee? Do I have lip chap? Do I have... Oh. I have literally one of the last surviving versions of this chair. I have one of the last. I need something to put my feet. I said, oh God. My feet don't touch the floor if I sit back. No. Well, why do your feet need to touch the floor? They don't ever touch the floor. We don't have like we don't have no, those weird. Smaller. What are those things called for um, productions? They're they're a box. They basically just have a slit in the side, and they're made for that kind of stuff. What is that called? They're, I know they're, what you're about. they're not called peach boxes, or they're, they they have a name. No, they have a name for doing these kinds of things on sets. You put things on top of them. You sit things under people's. It's not like a. I don't think it's a soapbox in theater. It's another. Has another name. Uh, we should. We should probably get some of those. I should at least have one. I mean, we have crates downstairs. What kind of crate? Crates that are that tall. I have a cardboard box. That are that tall. No. See, that's the thing. She, you need something that's like that much. Yeah. To get you I to normal person that. height. Less. Because right now, no, because she needs to bring her knees up. Oh, so okay. if you do that, you're talking like, you know, six to eight box. inches of 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 height that you need because you are right now six to eight inches below the average. It's uncomfortable. Because you're six to eight inches below the average. Short people. Oh God. We're so. Why aren't we tilted? We're so tilted. We're so tiltified. I look even shorter than normal. What's up, people? Is the camera tilted or just the monitor? It's the monitor. Okay. We 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 look we 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 look very tilted. Um. We got new coffee. New coffee. I left the tag inside the container, so you know which one it was. New coffee. New setup, new cam two. All right, tell me when that's uh, a little better. That's much better. Aaron, do you concur? Sure. Aaron, mommy can't see, you have to concur. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks so much for your assistance this highly delicate matter. I can barely see myself. What makes you think I'm going to be a tiny You guys' boy? eyes are really, really bad. Okay. No, you wear glasses too, sir. Yes, sir. Mine is more for fatigue. Yeah, your eyes don't get red anymore like they it's used to. It's fatigue that I'm going through. That that this is helping stop the, 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 the pressure. All right, what? We're two minutes in here. What the? What the hell? But you didn't say we're live at. Okay. You want me to wait another two minutes and say we're live at ten forty-five, or you yeah. want to say you want me to uh, no. just two, just go now? And, nah, hell no. We live at ten forty-three. Just doesn't sound good. Yeah, but that's when we're live. So we ain't waiting. Waiting for nothing. Before we get to your crazy parenting thing. Mm. 
I want you to know that your buddy Hans, he's not on board with this whole parenting podcasting. Really? Really. What did he say? Oh, Hans Hans has a, a, a beautiful rant that happens every once in a while uh-huh. about people who don't have hardly any children or no children or are pregnant talking about parenting. But I have experience. I not, have not, education. No. And I have... No. Seventeen years of working. No, I don't think. Children. I don't think. I don't think Mr. Charles is caring about any of that stuff. Mr. He said. He said. Mr. I was, Charles I was is just his listening to it today. <laughs> said, Mr. And Charles he is his father. said that. He said, Mr. Hans Charles. Thank okay, you. thank you because I know He's, his dad. <laughs> he said that. Basically, if you don't have, what was it? If you have three or less. Children, uh-huh. or three, yeah, three or less children. If you don't have more than three kids, uh-huh. you are not qualified to even begin talking about parenting. This is this was what he said this morning. I thought that was very interesting because he only has two children. <laughs> but no, but he was saying that he's not. He has said that before. He's not the kind of person that is qualified to talk about parenting. Because he hasn't had enough children. He hasn't gone through enough stuff. Like, his children are not in their 20s and 30s and 40s. You haven't stopped raising them yet. You're still in the process. And I and it made me think. What does it mean? I feel like that guy from, from Westworld. It made me think about the idea of when we were asking, where do parents get good information like where do they get their where do they get who do they ask and then what do they keep because a lot of times they're they're asking the questions to various people but they're getting information that could be good might be terrible Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to keep or what to throw away and it was an interesting idea of this this basically Nobody's qualified to talk about parenting, nope. especially in this modern day, because he was talking about, you know, family members that have like seven plus kids. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, not many people that's not the that thing that we're doing much anymore. I mean, not many people have nope. like one, ho- <laughs> one household, one household and two parents, not a blended thing, not a Brady Bunch thing. No. Just regular two people have kids and they have seven of them. That's that's not normal. That don't seem like it's happening too much anymore like it used to. Not even when we were in school did it happen like that. Like my, it was unusual for my family because there were four of us from the same mother. Now, with steps and blah blah blah, there were more, but we were one of the larger families, and there were only four of us. Right. Yeah, it's kind of... It, it makes you wonder, like, as, a say, a new parent or a parent struggling with some particular issue that we keep going through, what do you... Where do you go? Who do you trust? Because, honestly, as a parent, it's kind of up to you. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing that parents learn. Mm-hmm. It's their call. Yep. I think what 
my learning about parenting started way before I had children because I knew I wanted to have children and I knew that I didn't want to do it the same way my parents did. And you're an intellectual. Okay. So So you did that old book, I started that old book learning thing. No, but not only that, but I started watching how my friends parent. How they were parenting their small children, how they were parenting their teens, how they were where they would ask their questions, how they would handle situations. I started watching this stuff. I knew that I would have mixed kids. And so one of the things I did was learn how to take care of their hair, learn about some of the issues that mixed kids had. and Okay. Because a lot of white moms don't, don't do that. They don't learn until the kid's already there. But I had my goddaughter, and I said, you know, I want to learn how to do her hair. And so I got lessons. Each week, I went over, and I learned how to do her hair. So you ready to hook me up with my cornrows? I cannot braid like see, that. See, see, you ain't learned. I learned how to part. I learned how to do a regular braid. I could regular braid already, but I learned a French regular. braid. Regular. You actually said regular. Yeah, straight braid. Like the other kind were irregular. No, a straight braid. People. Not a specialized braid. That, I don't want no specialized. I want cornrows. I can't do that. Cornrows ain't special. Yes, they They've are. They've been doing cornrows longer than people have been doing straight braids. I know, but I don't have that skill to do a I think you need to pra- I think you need to practice then. On your head? Where else do you practice? Well, I learned on a Barbie. No, you don't, Barbie don't want no cornrows. She ain't fucking... <laughs> she ain't Bo Derek. This ain't Tim. I ain't... We have, we have brown Barbies. Okay. She, you're, they you're, could have... Look, stop, stop, stop. They could have cornrows. Okay, fine. Everybody can have cornrows. I know. Sort of. Not really, though. But, I mean, if you're going to do it, you'd have to practice on a head. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to pick up a Barbie to do it. It'd be easier to learn on a Barbie. Oh, wouldn't Sure it would. No, you got to know when, when you're pulling too hard, when you start pulling the blood out. when, well, you, start, when you start when to get the scalp and the braid. Yeah, you got to know. Hurts. Barbie don't get none of that stuff. Barbie just sits there quietly. True. Shit. When motherfucker holla. <laughs> and you know you, you did the wrong thing. <laughs> when people get hit and snatched back, you know you did the wrong thing. When that comb get caught, yeah, see? That's how you do it. Barbie's head just pops off. When the comb gets cut. So, uh, this week, this crazy week, you know what? I am so distraught. Why? So distraught. Why? Because I am two shows. I am, I'm, I'm behind two shows in my discovery. Oh. I'm like behind a show, I think, and two two shows in blackish and grownish, and oh man, it's so sad. We'll work until 8 o'clock. We'll do that to you. I know. We had three Rachels backed up. You see, and then March Madness, the madness. Do I need to get the paper? Do I need to? Let's should I do it? No, we don't need. To can show we the can blood. we talk about the sadness of U of M? We don't need to. See no, go green. Huh? <laughs> what? We don't need to see the massacre. Of- Woo! Go this green. Is, go MSU. This is this is this is straight up badness going on here. I'm devastated Gonzaga lost because they were my national champions. We I mean, all lost our national champions. This is this this thing 
What was it after? Was it the third Thursday? Day. No, no, Thursday or Friday's games this week, uh, which would have been. Uh, Sweet 16, I think. Yeah, the the Sweet 16 games and the Elite Eight games. Those games, after those games, there weren't there wasn't a in the Yahoo thing for the bracket. There wasn't any more uh, perfect brackets. Well, no. What do you mean? Well, no. You know, these things might go. These things. Thursday. That's what I'm saying. After those games. It was it was over. Mine was. So what do we have now? We have Duke Michigan State play today. Oh, green. Yeah. I'm I should have my Michigan State shirt on. I know you all messed up, and you even got the wrong sport. Exactly. I had the shirt out this morning, and I was like, "Man, we don't want to hear about you. We don't hear that. We don't hear that. I know all these excuses. Auburn and Kentucky play today." Texas Tech is already in the Final Four. Virginia should not be, but they're in the Final Four. Um, Wait, Purdue Vir- lost? Yes. yes. Oh. I told you one free throw at the end of the game. That's all it but took. They into overtime. And they lost. I told you that once you, if when you, the team that comes back to tie the game to go to overtime has a certain momentum. Yeah. Even if it's just mental, they might be totally physically tired, but they have a, a certain momentum where they're like, "Yeah, we can. Of course, we can. We can do this." And all it took was Edwards missing just a couple of his shots, and that's all it took. There was no more. It was. Right. It was just because what he's. I mean, he's shooting, and you're you're because of all of the threes that he made that game. You're you're expecting. Okay, that's a three. Miss it? Okay, that's three points they didn't get. They come down, they shoot a three or get a two. He goes back, shoots another three. That That's now six points that you don't have. Yeah. You see? And he, yeah. I I, I mean, you, you can't do it forever. No. You, do, you absolutely can't do it forever. You can't, you can't, I mean, because he started the game literally in fuego. On fire. I mean, for real. He, they were so on fire that the guys in Spanish kept saying, he's on fire. In English. I swear that one guy, his like English is native. He had quite a few. I don't know how many he ended the game with, but he was in the running for the most, the most three-pointers in the, in the tournament. And the there was one guy ahead of him, and the guy ahead of him that held holds the record, Steph Curry. Oh wow! And I, I I swear he might have caught him or beat him with that game. But I I was thinking to myself, if they win the game, he will definitely beat him because the next game he's just going to shoot his normal threes, right? He's not going to necessarily have to uh, drop twelve or twenty or whatever. But yeah, he'll be able to just play his regular game, and he'll he'll easily beat the record. But you got to win the game first. Yeah. And he it wasn't that he didn't play well. It wasn't that it was it was little teeny mini things, uh, a pass that goes out of bounds, uh, little you know a little a little off, and it's off the fingertips. Uh, that one free throw at the end of the game, 
the guy makes that one free throw. They're up by three. The other team comes down. They go to the line. They shoot two. Game over. Let's go home. Yeah. That's the that's what would have happened. But nope. A little too close. Number one seed. Good team. You know that's what good teams do is they they are able to capitalize on your mistake. Yeah. And. I think that's how Duke got away from um, UCF because they were able to capitalize on UCF fouls, you know what I mean, getting people into foul trouble, and then next thing you know, it's like, okay, we can we can we can manage. We don't have to beat you by a hundred. We can just put salt in this wound. Okay. So today, Auburn, Kentucky. Duke, Michigan State. I think I'm going to stop being a Michigan basketball fan. I'm going to go back to... Uh, Michigan State? I've never been a Michigan State fan Come of anything. On. Be a state fan. I've never been a f- fan of Michigan State ever in my life. Probably because most of my family went there. And I... Nope. Not at all. Uh-uh. Nope. No way. You do know that shade of green is the color of like palm scum. You're wearing their green. Yeah, you kind of are. This is Zeke's no. green. It's different. No? no, it's not. It's the same green. It Go get my is. green stuff upstairs. Pull it up, man. You give me the RGB numbers on on the green. You let me know. All right. So so we got we got some basketball. The women's basketball is going that we don't ever ever pay attention to, which is awful. I, I saw where the coach for Louisville called out the governor of Kentucky. Huh? Because Kentucky is in the Elite Eight. Uh-huh. They're playing today. And the governor of Kentucky graduate congratulate no. Louisville. He was the coach of Louisville. So maybe he was the coach of the girls. Uh uh-huh. the the governor congratulated Kentucky and then didn't congratulate the girls team who was also in the Elite Eight in their tournament. Oh, rude. Right. That just, I'm telling you, man, that, that people don't really, I mean, yes, I, everybody laughs at like the NIT, but that is still another tournament that's happening Not right now. Tournament. Stop it. <laughs> See, that's, the, that's, that, that's, that, that's that sadness that happens. And then... stands for now she got to spit her stuff all, all over the floor. We have to mop again. And then, oh, yeah. um, that's not what it stands for. But you got, you got the. Yes, it does. No, it does not stand for not in tournament. Sorry. What does it stand for? It has. It's the name of the tournament. What does it mean then? The NIT is, I believe, National Invitational Tournament or something like that. I believe. I'm, I could be wrong, though. Um, but, yeah. You know. Okay. Whatever. But the, the women's NCAA Division One women's. You can do this same thing with the women. Yeah. And I used to. For years, I used to do that. I used to have the men's and the women's. And I used to watch both. And... But I don't even know where you'd watch it now. Right, they don't even have it. It's like the, what we're watching it is on ESPN three, but it's 
in Spanish. Yeah. So we're getting the broadcast of what everybody sees through what CBS, or whatever. Right. But yeah, that 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 thing that we just discount the women's um, leagues, the women's achievements. During see, that's just not all of them. During no, women's history. No, months. we 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 actually do. You think of a tournament or a thing that we watch. Think of a tournament, a thing that we watch where women are highlighted. Wimbledon is men. And Venus and Serena. Gymnastics? Gymnastics? Nobody fucking watches gymnastics until goddamn... Nobody watches those, the... the, the, Tracking. No, no, no. All of the stuff that happens prior to the Olympics, only the diehard fans are watching that stuff. The fans of the sports. But... The regular people, they're not knowing the, the world, world championships. They'll be flipping through the channels and all of a sudden they'll see Olympics. They'll be like, oh, this is the Olympics. Oh, the Olympics don't ain't now? Next. It's, it's winter time and it's summer Olympics. No, no. <laughs> they, they flipping over to fucking Beastmaster or some shit. Oh, that's a great show. Talking about the movie. Oh. Mark Harmon. Or Mark Harmon? No, that wouldn't work out. Beastmaster with the two ferrets. You know, Beastmaster. I knew what he was talking about. I should put it like a little thing right here that says Beastmaster. That's the ultimate Beastmaster. Beastmaster. You know where the guy can talk to the animals and stuff? He can see through the eyes of the hawk? Yeah. Which I think. Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. Took all of that. Assassin's Creed and Far Cry Primal and... I think we uh, we found where they got the idea from. Yeah, and those are both birds. Interesting. I never put that together. And I think we might have a new TV show coming. What? Because you know, while you're setting up for your podcast, you, you have to listen, listen to, <laughs> to the back of the theater. Yeah. Now it's I'm I'm, I'm here to tell you. Those of you out there thinking about podcasting, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> trying to set up electronic equipment while laughing at these while two busting a gut <laughs> because of some craziness that they're talking. Don't do it. Don't do it while eating cereal. <laughs> oh my God! You tried to set up, eat cereal, and don't do something that. Funny? Don't do that. That's how you choke and die. But we might have a new show coming. Talk to me. The new show from the mind of Menelik, Lumumba. Oh God, I'm afraid of his mind. (laughs) Is a show, oh this would be so awesome, about college admissions. Oh dear God. That he may have written close to 10 years ago. Before he was in that was, admissions? That was... No, I think it was when he was in it. Oh. Um, and it was... it. He pitched it to Hans, and Hans was like, it was so boring, who would want to watch this? Guess what, people? You all want to watch it now. Because... This shit that's going on with the... All these rich white kids about to get kicked out of school. Yep. It's gonna be the shit. <laughs> and you have the Uncle Reverend Negro with the neck sweater in that. 
Okay, no, listen, they will never I can, have... I can guarantee they will never you, have. Uncle Reverend Negroes, <laughs> the next letter is not going to be in a a uh, Mr. Hans Charles production. It's not going to happen. I could have an actor mocking you. No, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That he, would, he would not that, that, that would. That. He might have to be like the foil or something, like the guy that everybody kicks in the ass or puts the... the puts the, uh, They throw tomatoes at us. Yeah, he's a, he'll be the guy from... Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. That that is still part of the revolution, but the revolution passed yeah. him by. That that'll be the character that gets yeah. written into that show. Yeah. He'll, that's your uncle, Reverend Negro. No. Mm. With the next sweater. With the next sweater. Yeah, in the summertime. All right. So, uh, what else do we have for this week? Anything else? Uh, long week. Long days. Very. I'm glad it's over. Me too. Counting Friday down was super duper potted. Mama drinking an entire bottle of straight. Oh, oh, oh bring, 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 bring me the bottle. Listen. Bring me the bottle. God damn it! I need the bottle. If it would because have actually... this is one of the funniest shits ever. Don't. She's not allowed to talk. So, so Karen posts a picture of the Jose Cuervo, la original. Margarita mix with tamarind, tamarind flavor. Yep. So, so we got the bottle, right? She's so excited. She's at school. She's so excited. She's like, when I get home, I'm about to have some drinks. I'm gonna get my drink on. That's what I said. You sat here for like thirty minutes before you ever picked up anything. <laughs> no, no, forget that. When you get started, I, I get you know, you got shit to do. You got okay. Oh yeah, producto no. Uh, Alcoholico. <laughs> I said at least twice. This stuff needs more tequila. I don't taste any of the tequila. I said it at least yeah, two times. There wasn't any in there. Oh, it literally man. says no alcohol. Oh, maybe that's why the, I was in That's kind of why the whole bottle got gone <laughs> in a very short amount of time. <laughs> Take it away. Take, take away the chain. Okay. No, I kind of feel bad because she posted this thing on the Facebooks and it was like this long post and it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And there was no alcohol in the drink. It's like, then what, what was you drinking? What was you doing? What, what, what the? No, the, 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 I, right. I was I literally was, sipping on listen, the syrup for I, real. <laughs> Without, and it wasn't even like rum where that is sugar, but it's still alcohol. All alcohol is sugar. No, but is it rum? All alcohol is sugar. Keep it, just just go with that. Okay. It's true. When you learn about how each one is made, you're going to find out that it's all sugar. I had a headache the from the sugar because I don't do that much sugar and I drank an entire bottle of sugar. She got drunk off of sugar. I was like, and I kept no saying, why, why don't I taste the tequila? Well, that would be why. No tequila in this. Probably why. I am ashamed why, for you. Listen, probably also why I didn't itch. Right. <laughs> I had no alcohol. I am ashamed for you. It's I okay. think you need to redeem yourself by getting some American style Jose Cuervo gold. Oh, no. And have to drink no, that whole bottle. No. In the same fashion to go and mix with your mix. Ew, not the gold. Yeah, 
It sure doesn't. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. What? What, what kind do I have up there? Platino. Yeah. See, it ain't that. Yeah. 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 You need. You need old school rock good. Jose Cuero. We need some Patron, though. No, that's no nice. Patron. No, no, none of that good stuff. You, you need to be but punished I can't, I can't for this kind of behavior, because this behavior is unacceptable. I agree. Uh, non-alcohol abuse. Non-alcohol abuse. Non-alcohol abuse. I agree abuse. that it's unacceptable. <laughs> but the the last time I had the platino, I was itchy. Like my no, face. No, no, stop! Stop! Stop acting like these are reasons why you drank a bottle of Listen, mix. You. No, the, the fact is I drank a bottle of mix thinking, where the hell is the tequila? Yeah, but never looking at it, trying to, you never even went and tried to find tequila because they got it right next door. You could have gotten tequila and you wouldn't have been drunk walking. No. It's true. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to say other I than. might have been. You might? Might? Where's that bottle? I was jamming. I was jamming. Ghetto Basement DJ was live in the house. From 3 o'clock in the afternoon until 11. It was party time. And the whole reason the music started was because... 80s, 90s, 70s, 2000s. Up top. The whole reason this started was Aaron was like, oh, we have to listen to some Rachel. And the next thing I know, there's a song playing and the music just never stopped. There was not even a pause DJ for the pause. DJ saved my life. I didn't drink that much. Yes, you did. I half a bottle. I didn't that much. I half. Why they left this thing on the bottle, I have no idea. But. I was going for wife of the year. Not mix. You know. You know what I'm saying? Not mix. No. Red label. Whiskey. I need to get the other labels. I've only really had, like, think. Red and black, Red and right? black. What are the other ones? Blue. Mm. The blue one's super there's expensive. There's a blue. Though, right? There's a green. There's a premium black. Yeah. Saw that at the store. Yeah, I need to. I, get, I need some other labels. Think, I'm liking. I like that whiskey though. I think the other black one is. It ain't better to make her smart though. They were on sale. Buy one get one. So that's why you get. There's a white. It's all good, man. I'm telling you. Which one is better? Holy black mother of pearl! This one is ten thousand pesos. Only. That's it? King George the Fifth. Um, I want to know who makes the best whiskey. The blue is set almost 7,000 pesos. What are you... What are you... Yeah? Shit! High quality. We're getting the rock good. You know the you red... Is, the red is the bottom. Yeah, it is because I only paid like 500 pesos for a bottle. Wait, is it the youngest age? Yeah. 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 And I think it's a blend as well. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah. Which one is the oldest? The black? I think. The black or that King George thing. I think it's the King George. It might be. They might be actually be the same age. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, they carry that at Chirawi. We need to go ahead and... and but you're not spending 10,000 pesos on a bottle of anything. Why not? No. Why not? Why not? Because I said, you know, uh-huh. I mean, that, but see, you don't... That's not the kind of thing that you, you drink on a, on a Friday afternoon. It's the kind of thing that you get your sip on. Um, and I need to. Be, I need. I need my whiskey stones. Whiskey stones. Yeah. Hmm. See, I like the whiskey. I like the flavor of whiskey, but uh, some some whiskeys, room temperature, they they aren't great. It's like there's too many things going on, and so it's kind of like. Uh, but if you if you chill it, 
some of those things get muted. Some of those flavors get muted. So it's like so what is a whiskey they, stone? Then? A whiskey stone is is literally a, a like a stones that you put in the freezer and they hold that coldness, but they're not adding any water from melting. Ah. And that's what I needed on Friday. I kept adding ice to my. You said that's what I. No, you syrup. needed tequila. I was you didn't need whiskey stones. Syrup. So it's like, it's like not you needed healthy. tequila. No, I needed the water in my syrup. You needed tequila in your syrup. Sad. Syrup. So, so it's like not now. No, you didn't. No, you didn't syrup. say that's what I needed on Friday. Because it was making my tongue hurt. Because you were drinking straight mess. I know. Somebody was making my tongue. That's so sad. It is. Oh, they put boy. too much lime and stuff here, though. The lime and the... They put lime in every single but thing. That's, that's oh. their thing, man. It's not nice. No. To you? It's not. To me, either. it's I way too much. That one, of the, one of the teachers came and gave my students some lollipops. And she's like, would you like a lollipop? And I said, sure. And she's like, what kind? And I said, whatever. So she gives me one that's watermelon. So I'm all excited thinking I'm going to have this watermelon lollipop. Oh, my God. It was smothered in salt. Like a thick layer of salty spice on the outside of the lollipop. Yeah, because you have to have your salt. Oh, my God. And then the sugar. And the lime. And the lime just and goes the in there. Fruit. It yes. was so awful. What is your problem? Oh. That's like that's like Michaelito. And the kids were laughing at me because I was like, Yeah. Just from one little lick. I was just and they were cracking up and one boy kept saying, Mrs. Far, you have to scrape it off with your teeth. And I'm like, but it's so hard it'll break my teeth. He's like, No, no, no. And then he goes, And I'm thinking, Oh, you're gonna have little nubs by the time you're twenty if no, you they're not. that shit. No, they're not. That's how the teeth get strong, man. Oh, God. And they're all like, they're so yummy. And then I have another little girl with a lollipop, and she's dipping it in the stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so bad. Why? It hurt my tongue. Oh, that's the one child was like, Mrs. Far, that one makes my tongue bleed. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what? That one makes my tongue bleed. That should be on I like a T-shirt. because it gives me pain. That's right. <laughs> I was like, that's I the can, good stuff right there. I can see that how it can make your tongue bleed, because it was not good. It was so acidic, and then there's the spice under the salt, like the spicy spice under the salt and the lime. Did you say spicy spice? Yeah, I hope the spice is spicy. Isn't all spicy, all spice spicy? Caliente. Oh, it was hot, like fire. It wasn't like fire. It just had a little bit of heat, but. Oh my god, so like really low. So fire. like smoke? <laughs> it just had a little bit of heat. You know what? Today, today, today. I could go and y'all could just, you know, nah, sit nah, bash uh-uh. me for, uh-uh. for that oh, hour. No, it? no, we what need you it? here to bash you. No, what was it? Ah, oh, the thing that she brought up. We were trying to think of the one basketball player and mommy brought up something totally different. What was it? Um Muggsy Bogues? Yeah, you said uh Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone. That's what it was. You were hoping that nobody would remember by the time Sunday came around. Bugsy Malone. (laughs) That basketball player (laughs) with the fedora. I know you were hoping that nobody would remember. I really was. I knew you would. Bugsy Malone. (laughs) Which is a musical. 
one of the highest rated one of the high yeah it's one of the best yeah. musicals so ever. it's not like you said a bad thing you just said a weird thing that we didn't know she was, was thinking of Muggsy Bogues yeah and she said Bugsy Malone exhaustion will make your brain and the first thing I thought of was gangster but not knowing the movie thing so I said, you got to look up Bugsy Malone because Bugsy Malone is a gangster. That's a gangster <laughs> name. I know that's a gangster name. And, and then she is. looked it up. And it is. <laughs> but he can do that Michael Jordan dunk thing <laughs> from the side. In a zoot suit. No, no. Zoot suits are a Mexican thing. He's still at. That's the suit of the, the, the young cats back in the day. The young cats. No, seriously. Yeah. That's their that's their suit, the zoot suit. It, it was a it was a it was their their cut with the matching top and bottom with the pinstripe and the hat. No, yeah, that was a look it up, look it up. It's a very interesting. I saw something about that. Uh, I think it had to do with like gangs or something because it was it was these pockets, and they were I think they were talking about like where 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 the connections came from. The black people had their neighborhoods, the the um, more Mexican groups had their space in, in Los Angeles. And they all had their own spaces, but like when they would go out and stuff like that, they would <clears throat> have their own types of fashion yeah. that went with those particular groups. And for a time, that suit was that thing that they were wearing. And then it spread toward the east, but the zoot suit, man. Zoot suit was, was is real. It's real. I know it's a real thing. And it's a cool. It was it was cool. You actually see it in the um in the cartoons. There'll be like a wolf, and he'll have on a suit, and his 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 shoulders come out to a point. And he has a big hat on. Yeah. Zoot suits. All right, Karen, where are you going? Um, Sorry, you I had come to back. sneeze. I went and got a tissue. So where did you go? I just went to get a tissue. Look. We need good radio. And as our our standard of good radio is... Is you picking on me? No, 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 no. Our our high standard is Menelik Lumumba. If he does it on his show, then we can do it on our show. So I can eat. That's why I... Well, you can eat, but you can also blow your nose into the microphone. No, no, no. So... That's Keep that in cool. mind, but that's okay. We have two microphones right here. You can just. Ah, but my tissues were way over there. Yeah, but that's not the, that's not the point. You bring the tissue back so that you can blow your nose into the microphone. Did you see this thing? That I don't, I don't know what you're pointing <clears throat> at because they're hearing us. I'm going to tell you. Not seeing I'm us. I'm going to tell you. Really? This is not. What is that crazy sound thing that people do? That's not what this is. Okay, so did you You're see... calling it asthma now? Some people have Oh, God, no. You know what's so funny about that is the thing... It's a feeling. Wait, wait. No, it's a, it's a condition that people have. Yeah, it's ASMR not is not yeah. the sound. Everybody thinks it's the sound. It's like, no. I watched this whole thing on CNET, because why? CNET, and there's this woman cutting up soap, soap yeah. under a black light. Yeah. And, Keegan likes to watch that. It didn't even sound good. No, it doesn't sound good. And it was the sound of... It wasn't the sound of her cutting. It was the sound of what she was cutting hitting the table. That's that's the sound. 
That's the not the Yeah, the chips falling, and it was hitting to the me, table. it's satisfying to hear, like, it being cut, and then you crunch it all. That's just satisfying no, to I me. Don't get the, I don't get that. none of this as satisfying. I don't, I don't understand it. And a lot of people, they say, you know, a lot of people don't understand it, but... Okay, fine. If you like, you know, sound, but don't call it ASMR, because that's you're describing a condition. You're not right. describing the sounds. Describe the sounds. Make up a new name, before. people. Make right. up a new name. That's the problem. ASMR inducing or something. Yes. Yeah. All right. What you got on your little daily beast here? So daily beast. <laughs> apparently, daily beast. the the Fox News Channel referred you're to. You bringing up Fox in our podcast? Yeah. Referred to El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras as three Mexican countries. Right, because they're all part of Mexico. So Trump cuts USD to three Mexican countries was their their headline, and they put Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador as Mexican countries. What, what the fuck? Let's get off of that. Aren't these aren't these college educated people? Um, oh, I know what happened. Their parents got them into college. Yep, yep, yep. See, it all comes right back to the admissions thing. See? Make that show. Because damn. I would watch that show. We need to get them on the podcast. I would. As a special guest. Special guest. They're too busy for us. Shit. It, when you listen to their show, they're too busy for each other. Right? Yep. But, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a... <clears throat> That's that's as bad as Africa being a country. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like fuck. I heard somebody Why say that um, India was a state. What? Say what? India is a subcontinent. It's so big, which is funny because they want to call India a subcontinent. They ain't nowhere near as big as Africa. India is barely as Why big as like China? two two countries. Yeah, but China kind of is. Russia. Wait, wait. China, China kind of is its own continent. Asia. <laughs> it's literally like mostly China. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of Russia at the top. <laughs> Russia is like a little cream on the top of your your whole, you know, this is all China and a little cream on top. That that's I don't like this. There's the egg on top of the noodles. Why are you hating on my coffee, man? Well wait, why are you hating on the coffee? Oh, I bought this coffee on Amazon. You did. This was get, get back. brown bag. Ah. It's got a lot it? of the bitter. Bitter is good. This one? Yeah. And it's super fine, so it clogs up my yeah, Chemex that's, filter. Yeah, the problem with this one is it was cut, I think, for... Ah. Could you put this in the kitchen? I can't. Wait, wait, wait. What, what? Oh, you put nastiness in it. I put... Yeah. So this one's it. ground. I, I think I might, the next time I want to buy this, I think what I'll do is I'll buy... Beans? Buy their beans. Buy this in beans so that I can grind it. Because my grinder is flipping awesome. It's not the burr grinder, so don't even talk that bullshit with me. But, it is automatic. So you can set the grind, you can set, and set the amount, and then hit the button and it grinds it until... I like that. And it's quiet. Nah, they're not your fourth. They're not worth the time. Cafe Solo Dios. It's organic. It's Mexican. It's the bitter. It's USDA organic, which is interesting. That it's Mexican organic. Go. But it's organic. It's uh. This is one of the Chiapas gourmet. 
So this is this is this was the one I say. Well, yeah, I hadn't had any of this until today. I saved this. Karen had to dip into it yesterday, which was sad sadness. I just put it but in the container, man. They have Facebook page. You can From always you can go you can go to their Facebook page and, and yell at them. What I don't like is that their their bag doesn't seal. So now everything that's in here is going to taste different that's, than what's in there. Go get the thing. You can put more in there because there's a lot of room which right one? now. Just one of them. It doesn't matter which one. But yeah, so now this is all now open to the air because we got the cool canned things now. I'm just the helping hand at this. So that we, you are, we're trying to make it so that you're not disembodied. We're trying to bring you in. So... Oh, this is the one. Oh, yeah. You actually grabbed the right one. Um, so, yeah. We're still we're still on the Coffee Odyssey. But this, Coffee nice Odyssey. and that would nice, be a great podcast. nice uh, stainless steel things for keeping our coffee. But this is now going to be not happy. So, why do you think people want to podcast with me? You gotta understand. This is this is not a thing that that normal people like to do. Look at them out there. They don't want the podcast with me. They, that is not shit. I can I can barely keep a job at this point. Talking about people want a podcast with me. Okay. Man, please. People don't even want to see me. I, I I always laugh about that with the school. The kids are always like, "Oh, you're so funny. Oh, you're so nice. Oh, you're, then why don't you do what I tell you to do in class?" Because none of that matters. Because I'm doing, I'm doing what I do so that you can learn. So why are you not learning? Why are you not even following your own school's rules? Why are, but all those things, all that other stuff don't mean nothing. True. Anyway. Okay. Enough school talk. Try not to talk about school on Sunday. All right, Karen. You're up. All right. So the question... The original question was, what is it like being a white mom inside of a black family? But I want to change it to what is it like being a parent inside. (laughs) Hope you weren't looking for a reaction from me. I want to change it to what is it like being a parent in the other ethnicities family? Because for me... So you're, you're just talking about ethnically mixed. Yeah. Couples. Yep. And families yep. and the blending of those families. Right. And how does how does how do how do you work inside of their family dynamic, the cultural dynamic and like for me I had difficulties in the beginning, but it wasn't because of me. It was because of the expectations that I couldn't parent my children because my children are black. Whenever we start these conversations, it's like I need to I need to go to another place. No, 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 no! I'm so excited about this. No, no, I need to go. Like my my brain has to go to another place because they. Keep on. It always sounds utterly ridiculous to me. Not really, because talk to the people, man. When you when you get married or you have a child with someone, you have this unrealistic expectation that. You're you're going to raise this child, the two of you, right? But 
everybody always wants to come in and say, oh, but you should be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that or blah, 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 blah. But isn't that in any... Yes. And like, it doesn't matter the ethnic... This is not a problem of No, ethnicity. I'm not saying... No, okay. I'm not saying this is an ethnicity okay. issue. Okay. okay, But how do you deal with it when there are things that are culturally explicit? Like... For example, the, the way I parent or speak to Aaron and Keegan was a problem for many people in your family. And the way I was disciplining, which I don't discipline, um, the way I was disciplining the children was not what they wanted me to do or expected me to do. And they thought that I was going to raise punk ass kids because mm-hmm. I'm a white woman and that's what white women do. They raise punk ass punks. And so I was told that you are you should be the one to do all of the discipline because I'm not capable of disciplining black children. Oh, that's what you want to Okay, so uh, I don't know why you stopped. I'm waiting for you to to jump. You in. want me to jump in? Yes. I got nothing to say. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yes, you have lots to say. No, I don't. Listen, I actually don't have anything to say. So the the question. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about you and other people. You're not talking about you and me or me and those people. You're literally talking about you and other people. So what would I have to say about that? Well, I found it interesting that this question came from a black woman asking me how how do I handle it? How did I deal with it? And for me. These are my children. And you talking to the people? These are my children, and how they feel like I should parent is none of my business. I don't give a damn what they think. These are I'm responsible for them. I'm their mother. And if they don't like it, that's that's up to them. I don't give a shit if they don't like it. But the only person I really have to answer to as far as my parenting is you. Okay, so like I said, I, I'm not a part of this conversation. You are, because what well, is not. it? How, did you have any issues with the way my family expected you to do anything? I never knew what those expectations were. I they never vocalized those expectations. I think because you just, because you're a great dad, they were, all, they were like, yeah, Aaron's fantastic. He's there, he's, he's like I said, active, I, 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 he's... They never, I, nobody in your family has ever said anything about like, oh, you should or you shouldn't about anything with, with raising kids. But that could be, that could be the part of the cultural difference that we, that people need to realize that some, some people take a hands-off approach to you and your kids. Yep. So they, they don't, they don't say anything. They just sit back and they go, okay. You do what you do. Yeah. But then on the backside, they're over there talking and talking and talking about how terrible this was yeah. and why did that happen and this these things. And they're 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 cataloging yeah. all of the good, bad, and the ugly of your raising of your children. Right. But they're not telling you. Right. Okay. And then you have other families that are that will tell you in the moment, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Right. Which then causes an issue because now you're you might be dealing with a thing that the child has done, but then you're also dealing with somebody else who either you 
don't care about their their opinion, or you do care about their opinion, or you care about them, say, being uh, involved, and they're now critiquing you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, like I said, I... For me, I've I've always, but this is in like everything I do. I've always taken in other people's ideas, mm-hmm. listen to what they said. Everybody thinks I don't listen to them, but I listen to what they say, and then I make a decision. Yeah. Because as a as an adult, I always thought that's what adults did. Adults gathered information, and yes. then made the decision that they thought was best for them. That's not what adults And do. that's what I always saw as what an adult was. You don't just do what other people say. That's what a child does. Yeah. But, you know, if you you got to make the decision that is right for you, your family, your children, your dog, whatever. Yeah. You're the one that's got to make that decision, you know. Like we can go, I can go. We can go to people in China all day long and tell them stop feeding your dog table scraps. It's not good for their bodies. They're not supposed to eat cooked food. This is, you know, you can tell them that, but then they have to make the decision to say, oh well, let me go find out more information about this. Maybe it is not good. Right. Maybe you know, and then go do that. Go through that process. Stop giving your infant Coca Cola. Exactly. Stop giving your toddler a bottle filled with Coca Cola or milk. Ugh. God. So I mean, you know. Okay. I have a plastic boob. Your plastic plastic child. Yeah. Um. But that yeah. You know that 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 to me was always what parenting was. It well being an adult was parenting meant that you had to come with a certain set of tools. It's almost kind of like going um going to work in an in a um going to work in a field that you've been studying for years yeah okay when you walk in you're not going to be able to do everything no you're not you really shouldn't even know everything you should only know what they could teach you back at that university and then you're you you've you're navigating how to apply what you learned back there yep. and that essentially to me is what parenting is you should have a body of knowledge before you get there this is why like um dr francis cress welsing was always saying that you should not get have children before you're like 30. Yeah. Because you don't know a ton of stuff, just life stuff. Yep. For yourself. You don't know a lot. Yeah. Before, you, you know, so if you come into the having children with a certain breadth of knowledge, you don't have to be, you don't have to be an expert on everything, but you have to have a, a wide, wide body of knowledge. Mm-hmm. If you do that, well then... You're going to be able to discern possible, possibly good information from possibly bad information. Yep. And you're going to ask, you're going to be hopefully inquisitive enough to say, okay, I really don't know what the hell that is. So let's go find out. Right. You know, let's go see, let's ask, let's poll, let's, let's do our research and let's see what's going on here. Cause maybe, maybe, maybe that auntie is right. Maybe that's exactly what I should be doing, or maybe it's not. Right. But you, you know. So I guess I, I, I don't, I don't buy the. I mean, I always joke about you know the white woman in the in the in the Kmart with the bad kid flipping out on the floor, and she's saying, "Oh, Johnny," and you know, yeah, 
That shit happened. Mm-hmm. We watched it happen. Yep. We would walk by like, ooh, you finna get it. But the kid never got it. Right. But we would have. Yep. And that's, and I think that is the, that how to behave thing mm-hmm. um, is different for everybody. Some people are allowed to feel their emotions. Some people are allowed to express their emotions. But not everybody, none of those things are equal across different ethnicities and cultures. Right. You know? Yep. And, you know, so that, I think how people handle the situation has to do with those expectations of what are you allowed to feel or think or do in these situations. Yes. And that's where, you know, different ethnicities, when they come together, that's usually where the class comes in because it's like, well, we don't handle it that way. Okay, well, that's good. You don't have to. But your mother and father are both, say, Muslim. Right. Now, your son went out and got, say, a woman who's Christian from Spain or something. All of a sudden, you're going to... You're going to have an issue there with how do we handle certain situations, but the only people that can actually meld the two ideas of how to do certain things are the two people in that relationship. Yep. Yeah. And I think because we've had had situations where um, family members have gone around us and gone straight to the children and said, you know, you should be doing this or you should be doing that or you should feel this way or you should think this way. And our children, I think only because we've we've been away for so long, our children can say thanks but no thanks. That's not who I am. That's but they don't have to woman. say that either. Though. But they but they could just say they I don't, don't have know. to say anything. They, they don't say See, that's much. the difference. Right. See, that is a difference. See, you're you're thinking that they're supposed to respond. And a lot of people will tell you, especially black folks, is they shut the fuck up. Well, they shouldn't say a word. They should take that information and either use it or don't use it, but they shouldn't say anything. But why shouldn't they say Because okay, culturally speaking, they're not supposed to be they're not even supposed to be they're barely supposed to be seen. Okay? See? And heard I, is not a thing. I grew up in that household where children are seen and not heard. Go take your ass over there, sit down, and be quiet. But that's not how so, we raise our children. Yes, I know, but when that, I think that is where the issue comes in. When you are. Cam 2 just decided to move? No, 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 it's been moving the whole time. Oh, um, okay. The. The. I think the biggest issue is in re-educating family members. Yeah. And saying these kids are going to have a different paradigm than, say, maybe your children or your grandchildren or whatever. They're not going to have the same paradigm that they were living in. Right. Whether it's because of, of geography, expectations at home. The kind of communication that you have with the children, the kind of uh, emotional support, all of those things are different. And it's, it, people want to act like all families are, the, like everybody in a family is the same because they're trying to maintain that family's kind type of culture. Right. They're like, no, hell no. That shouldn't be because if I'm doing the same thing that my mother did and she's doing the same thing that her mother did and she's doing the same thing her mother did and you keep doing that, that means you never grow. 
Right. So from my perspective, my mother did what she did because that's what she knew and she thought was right. But I'm not supposed to copy that. I'm supposed to build on top of that. I bring whatever I've learned or thought or knew or my experiences and I add to those things. That's supposed to be what happens. Right. So. You had it lucky because. Keep going because I'm going to reset cam too. You never had to deal with. Never had to deal. Never had to deal. I mean, you never had in-laws button in. Whereas, you know, others others aren't that lucky. Others? What others? What are you talking about? I have friends that that struggle with their in-laws and you should raise your children, you know, Christian or Catholic or... And why are you not? And you're, you're damning your children to hell and blah, 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 blah. You have never had to... Whoa. You've never had to deal with in-laws, really, because that's just not something you've had to deal with. Uh, I mean, but... But, as like, I remember thinking, okay, I have these children. I want to raise the children to be a part of your family and, and their family culture. Not just the black culture, but their family culture. And so I thought the thing that I should do was... Boy, how are you ever going to teach that family culture? I wanted them to be a part of it. Just in it. Part of it. So I thought, okay, that means that I have to take them to church with the family and go... And that shit ended real quick. Because when I saw what was acceptable... In that environment, it went against everything that I felt comfortable with, mm -hmm. that I thought was okay. And so I'm like, okay, they can still be a part of their family culture. They can still be a part of the family. They can still have a relationship. But that doesn't mean I have to go against everything that makes me comfortable. And what I was really doing was a bunch of bullshit because I was going along trying to to get these the children into this environment that really went against everything that we were doing as parents. And you were just letting me do it because... Well, what else would I, would I do? I mean, you could have said, I don't think this is good for them. But I think because of the way you teach, you just let me go because you knew it at some point I would say enough is enough. This isn't okay. Because it's not our family. That's just not our family dynamic. And we, I stopped that really early. I stopped trying to fit in and go along and get along. Probably before Keegan was two. Okay. Because I just didn't want them to grow up in that. I saw the unhealthy behavior. And I want to be a part of it. Now you're rambling. That's it? That's all you got? Because honestly, like I, I don't know how many times I've said this in my life, but raising children, it, it's it's definitely not a, a, a village thing. 
It's not. I don't know why where, where where that ever came from, but it's not 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 in Western culture. Not anymore. I mean, it, it used never to be, was. No, like, no, no. It wasn't, I no, it, wasn't. it was your responsibility as a parent to go watch those kids. Them kids do fuck up out in the street. It was your job to go get their ass. Oh. It was always the parents' responsibility. Now, did the rest of the neighborhood maybe look out? Yes. Maybe. Yes. And that dwindled. Yeah, because... From the time yeah. we were born to the time we had kids, that became less and less. And then it became, don't you touch my kid. Don't you think about my kid. Don't you it's talk my to kid, my blah, child. Blah, 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 blah. My child could cuss you out mm-hmm. and you can't say shit to him, so... Demaya could save your child's life and you cuss him out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? So, but I, you know, people have to... I don't know. I, I To me, it just, it's, it's one of those... One of those issues that is really a non-issue. It really the issue is, can I tell my mom or my dad that I got this? Right. Can I'll, I'll, when I come to you and ask you for advice or ask you for help, I, I want to hear what you got to say. Right. But really, unsolicited advice can always be taken one of two ways, good or bad. Yep. And. You, if you don't have that kind of relationship with your child, what makes you think that you're going to be able to tell that child when they have children what they should be doing? Right. See, that's where we get back to the whole communication thing back when they're, you know, toddlers. Listening to them mm. when they speak. Or you just smack them. What? You back to Vita? Vita. For the love of Pete, sir. What else you got, man? Come on, man. Right. You got time. We got time. We got plenty of time. Parenting with fear versus Camp parenting with realistic reset. expectations of a child's oh, ability. I'll read that again. Parenting with fear versus parenting with realistic expectations of a child's ability. What? This was sent to me by a teacher. <laughs> Okay, read this again slowly so that us that with the slow brain can understand. Parenting with fear, mm. beat them. Yes. Versus, I, see, I stopped right there because that's that's it. That's the answer. Versus. There's no versus. Parenting with realistic expectations of a child's ability. I have realistic, realistic expectations. If I hit your ass, you're going to hit the floor. Realistic expectations, right? I realistically expect you to have to pick yourself up again. How do parents, I'm, I'm going to go with this, but how do parents identify which one they're doing? Do they care if, that they're parenting with fear? Why do I care what they care? Why do I care what a parent cares? Do, do, how do you help a parent identify whether or not they are parenting with fear or parenting with but why is that important? Why do they need to identify it at all? Well, I guess if they don't want to have a... If they want to build a different type of relationship than what they were raised with, then they should be able to identify... Yeah, see, I, I think your, start, your starting point is where the problem is. Maybe they don't want to? Why would they? Well, they, that's right. They turned out okay. Right. I was beaten and I turned out okay. Hell yeah. I got, I I got marks, but it's all good. Right, I have scars on my back from being beat with a belt. But okay, so what is your point? I don't get I don't get what you're getting at here. Realistic expectations. 
I'm telling you, parents will always say they have the realistic expectation that their child does what they say to do. Right? Obey is the word that you're looking for. I hate that word. Oh, yeah. Obey. So, get back to your question now. Parenting? How, where, does, where does obey fit into there? Parenting with fear? No, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Real ex- I have realistic expectations. You mess up, you pick yourself up off the floor. Realistic expectations. Uh, isn't that realistic? I see parents all the time who think that their child should be able to do this or should be able to do that. And developmentally, the kid's not there yet. So then the parent's getting pissed off at the kid because the kid can't do it, but then punishes the kid because the kid can't do it. So you're talking about now, you're talking about knowledge. Yeah. None of that has to do with realistic expectations, I don't think. And it definitely has nothing to do with parenting with fear. Like, if, if a child can't run, get. They can walk and they can crawl. And you keep getting angry at them for not running? Well, then that just makes you an idiot. Right? That's a knowledge problem. That's not a... I mean, I guess that, that would be an, uh, an unrealistic expectation issue. But yeah. that's based on the lack of knowledge about what your child should and shouldn't be able to do. Like, I had a parent... Like using a fork or something. I had a parent this week say, I want my child to read an hour a day, but he refuses to read an hour a day. And I just looked at her and I'm like, but he can't even sit still for an hour. Why would, it's not where his brain is developmentally. Okay. Why would you expect him to be able to sit still with a book for an hour? He can't even do that. Okay. But maybe they don't know that. See, you're with that's the that's the the perspective of a teacher in the classroom is the teacher knows, especially when they don't change classes. Yeah. The teacher knows that yeah your child can't. I mean I got I have sixth graders that can't sit for longer than maybe ten minutes. I so, have kids that can't sit literally cannot sit for more than thirty seconds. Yeah, no, but we know that. Yeah. Their parents are not looking at them. With the same eyes, with the same, with the same uh, discerning view, they're because we're looking at it like, how do I get the child to be able to do what they need to do based on what how the child has arrived in the classroom, right? And the parents are looking at it like, how do I make my child do what I want them to do? Yeah, I think that was on there somewhere. Yep. You see, totally different ideas because the parent isn't looking at them saying. I know my child, so then I have to change what I'm doing, change my tactic. Keep laughing. You see? Oh, she's off again. It's the coffee. Uh-huh, yeah. sure it is. But the parent's not looking at that. The parent is looking at how how do I just make force the child, force them to do a thing that I want them to do. You know, and I I would I would suggest that maybe the parent needs to get to know their child better and then they're going to make different choices. But at the end of the day, why does a child do what they do when it comes to their parent? Because the parent will beat them. No, that's not why. That is why children do what they do. It's out of fear. That is 
not. It is absolutely out of fear. There's this big giant person walking around and what? <laughs> just think about it. Just think about a baby laying there on the floor. A baby has no fear until they get stepped on. Oh my goodness. It's true. Or the baby gets picked up and dropped. Aaron. It's true. Where does the baby learn the fear from? The baby doesn't fear the cat until the cat scratches them. Baby don't fear the dog. They, they don't care about the dog. They grab the dog's tail. The dog whips around, bites him in the hand. And then everybody's like, well, yeah, the kid had to learn. Right? Yes or no? Come on, tell the truth to the people, man. You know, you want to act like these things don't happen, but this is how we this is how we learn. This is what we do. We even we even teach it to our kids by scaring the shit out of them. You hide like, in the closet. You like to scare folks. Hide in the closet. Kid goes and opens the closet. You jump out. They go running away screaming. They don't know what the hell just happened. But guess what? We taught them to fear the dark. Which might save their life at some point. I'm telling you, parenting through fear is probably more used than all of the other things. It's absolutely more used. And it's effective because, like I said, it might save your life one day. It's not uncomfortable. Don't make people happy, but it's reality. I also don't know that it really teaches. Oh, it teaches. More than fear. One across your lip. <laughs> it teaches. Think about it. Okay, just just in a fictional sense, look how well-behaved Lamont was on that show. Think about that yeah. for a moment. No yeah. mom. Mom's dead. Got a crazy auntie. Got people all around him, friends, but that one across the lip thing, yeah. I'm, I'm just there's there is a place for it. I just think that a lot of what society is trying to do is move away from it. But it's only one part of society that's moving away from it because the rest of society they're finding out today that they moved away from it, and now these kids are out of control, and that's the well, problem because the parents can't control their kids, which then the kids end up having to deal with a system that is going to force control on those kids, and they're going to do it in a such a harsh way because of fear that those kids are going to go and be, you know, stealing purses, you know, out there somewhere. So, Well, a lot of it also is that boom of teenage pregnancies, and now these kids are adults, and they have kids in school. But they had a mom who was 14, 15 years old. And the mom never, they they grew up together. So they were never really parenting. They were just going along to get along. And now that, that lack of self-control, that lack of um, respect for elders, the, the things that we were taught as young people, they are not being taught because the parents were never taught that stuff. Yeah. And so it's it's a vicious cycle, and at some point, you're right. The system then teaches them or that they will be controlled. I, I just realized that Keegan is that little. The troll. The, no, the Keegan is the the baby kid that that that. Aaron is the one that goes to get the milk. 
But Keegan is the one that sends it. Yes, yes. Know. Not the baby what kid. The the um, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Max. Max. Yeah. yeah, Bernie Max's uh, nieces and nephews. I'm on some milk and cool. Yeah, yeah. I just realized that's who Keegan is. She just sits down there like the Godfather and just bring me the M and M's. And Aaron is up the one up here going to get them. Oh, See, fear. He knows that she's finna whoop his ass. That's fear right there. It's not. It works. I I, nobody's listening to you. I came up here. She said, fear. You hand me my M&M's. You hand me my m and See? See? Fear. She didn't say it like that. Yes, she did. I, 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 I thought I felt the rumble in the floor. What? Take your eagle sweatpants wearing ass up there and get me them M&M's. Him upstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? Be gone with you, peasant. <laughs> Give me my shit. <laughs> it's like sending you to the Kona stove. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This, this, the, the fear, the, the idea of them being separate, I think, is the problem. Well, I also think that because they're not separate. We parent through fear and we don't even know it. Oh, no, no, we know it. No. I know it. Because. He knows it. I know it. There's a difference between the fear of physical violence. Mm. And there's, and because we all say, oh, that's not, that's not good. Well, not we all, but some of us. Because <laughs> clearly. I've never said that before. Because <laughs> clearly that's not a part of. Also, what was that voice with the hand? Oh, that's not good. Yeah, see, I don't think I've ever that's, done that. That's the no-no mommy. The no-no mommy? Oh, you know the no-no I don't think we have no-no daddies, though. Oh, I've seen that's the no-no daddies. No, that's punk what, ass punk. That, see, that's, 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 punk that's, ass that's Bernie's right punk-ass punk parents yeah, right yeah, there. Right, right. That's, mm. that's the epitome of the punk-ass parents. Mm. But then, mm. we want, our children want to make us proud. They want to make us happy. They don't want to get in trouble. So they do. Only because they've had consequences that they didn't enjoy. Yup. That's the reason why they want to make that choice. Right, but that's also a part Okay, what about the child that don't give a damn about none of that stuff? What are they doing? They getting beaten. They doing... No, they're just doing whatever they want to do. They're not They're not looking... It's like uh, the difference between dogs and cats, right? A dog is there to make sure that you're happy. Yeah. Okay? But the cat don't give a damn about your happiness and comes to you when they feel like coming to you and walks away from you when they want to walk away from you. You can try to get them back, but then they'll fight you to get away. Understand, so if you took children and looked at them in just those two camps, there are some kids that do want to make, they want harmony. They want that calm feeling. They don't want chaos. Okay. That's usually the older kid. Because the chaos came with the younger the younger ones later on. So it was just me and it was all calm and good and relaxed. I could play my toys and not have problems. Didn't have to share and all of a sudden this other person comes in and that other person now gets kind of like the run of everything. Because they're the baby. Yep. And now I have to acquiesce to them. But I now my, I can see, I can see mom and dad. I can see their reactions. Because before, when it was me, I didn't understand their reactions. But now I'm looking at them like, you know, I'm a... Th- the I'm, observation. I'm, 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 right. I'm observing their frustration. 
and that frustration came with the mother kids or it came with that other living situation or that house or whatever and they're dealing with all this stuff and I'm seeing it. Yeah. So what do I want now? I want to get back to peace and peace tranquility. And, yeah, I want to get back to that. But I'm, it's never going to ever get back to that again. So then how do the parents then treat the second child or the third child or the fourth child? And that older child is now way older and they're... It's totally different idea. So, I'm, I'm, beat up. You always pull a mommy and look for the receipt of your newborn baby. I didn't look for the receipt for my children. No, 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 no. For your brother. For my youngest brother. Try to look for the receipt to return him. I, I did. I was five. I tried to return him because that was not what I asked for. And when my parents died... I went through my mom's papers and looked for that damn receipt again. Okay, that's just not a thing. I don't think that was like... Because he should go. He should go back to where he came from. Too bad he came from the same place you did. I know. <sighs> Only half the DNA so, is the same, though. It doesn't matter. I know, still came out the Still half. <laughs> came out the same hole. Um, it's true. So, yeah. I, yeah, I um, I'm, I, I don't. I think people act like this is a versus type thing. It's either or, and it's not. But they really go hand in hand. I'm telling you, children do what they do. Why does it? Why? Why don't you touch the hot burner anymore? Because hot and it hurt. Because it hurt. Yeah. If that child never has that experience, they're gonna touch it at some point. And it's going to hurt. Yeah. And then they're going to know not to ever do that again. And you can tell Everybody, them a hundred times, don't touch it, don't yeah, touch it. All that talk don't really have a whole lot of meaning until that pain gets on their body. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. That, 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 that's that thing that they were talking about, but I didn't understand. Yep. I think Rainbow's mother has the best approach to that. She's like, Rainbow, my sweet, I, I don't want a harsher vibe, but... Uh, that fork in a socket may not be the best idea, but you go ahead and just experience that. Yep. <laughs> I'll bring you back, but you know, you do that and make sure you get that yep. information. <laughs> Cause I mean, that's, but that's what I, I think that in itself is what parenting is. It's you finna fuck up. <laughs> it's like you're watching do it. Maybe you shouldn't crawl in there with that pit bull, but you finna fuck up. But we, now, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, don't go over there. I pull you back, but we yep, let you them. fuck up again. Yeah. <laughs> so you go ahead, go on in there. I remember saying to the Aaron and Keegan a few more than a few times. Now you remember what happened last time, but you're gonna make that same choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> make that choice. Go ahead. But see, that's just it. Now there you got those people out there that run over and. Sp- Bank the hell out of the child uh-huh. to stop them from that experience. Yep. And see, that's, I think, the thing that has changed. That's the thing that, that the older generation looks at our generation and the next ones and says, y'all ain't parenting right because if I run over and beat you for what you're about to experience, because right. I know it's going to be bad. I am doing it out of love and to save you from that experience. Whereas we've said, fuck that, have that experience. Go over there and bite that cord. 
Yeah, go over there. Pull that dog's tail. See what happens. Yeah, go go do that thing. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be to... here to bandage you up when you get back. Go ahead and try to milk that bull. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just it's that's the that has been what has changed between like say my grandparents and today is we need to stop them from it. We need to keep them yeah. from going through it because if we and and in the 80s and 90s it became real bad because parents that's when you started with the with the helicopter moms yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. shit. The people that don't let their kids go. Now listen, I'm. I'm don't, a, don't defend yourself. I'm a wait, hovering. Wait, are you really about? Are you really going to? But the problem this? with that is, then they don't know what they what was going to happen. Right. They don't so ever learn the lesson. Right. But the then that's and then those kids are the ones yelling at their parents when they're in their thirties, saying, "You never beat me." Like you little bastard! I'll beat your ass now. <laughs> you know you you what? ungrateful ass! I didn't beat you, and now you're yelling at me for not beating you. Right. Really? You didn't let me play football, so I didn't know how to take a hit. Yeah, well, guess what? Playing football would have damaged your brain. Yeah, I can teach you how to take a hit. <laughs> right, I can just get your ass right now. Give you one across your lip. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely. Fred G, man. I'm definitely. A, Fred a, G was right. Look, I'm definitely a helicopter mom in 99% of what I do. I can't deny it. Even though I'd like to deny it. I'll say, nobody's looking for a denial. But. We know. Yeah. They went to school and your ass never left. Our children have never gone to a school where one of us weren't teaching. Weren't their teachers. Like I said, they went to school and you never left. It took me a long time to get them, man. Like I said. I'm not going to leave them. They're going to leave me before I I don't even know if we can call you helicopter. You might be hovercraft. I might You was just above the surface. No, was Right there. Right there. All You could feel the neck, the, the breath. Parasailing just hitting mom. you right there. And the parasail in my ass, that's way too high. Yeah, that's too you high. Was, you was yeah. hovercraft. You was just, just that little cushion. Right? Listen. You are the all ball. the cushion you, you get. You are the ping pong ball floating on the, the hair dryer. That's what you are. One of the, the roughest experiences I ever had as a new teacher in the classroom Aaron was downstairs in the preschool. I was upstairs on the third floor of the school. Giving, so far away. So far away. Giving assessments. And the kids were out. The preschool was outside playing. And I heard my son scream and start wailing. And I could not leave that classroom. Oh, no. And it took every ounce of self-control not to just leave those 53 kids and go to my son. It was it was the hardest moment. Oh god! What even <laughs> happened? You oh. fell on the bike rack. Nothing. You did what children do. Oh, okay. You did a you child thing. That's it. Something. No, you overreacted to a little bit of pain. Because uh, <laughs> that's what children do. I don't, even, I don't even remember. That's why. That's why you know. That's why you get the the baby crying and screaming and crying and screaming and the, and 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 she looked up and said. That's my own baby crying. Like, I heard this baby crying. And now I just realized who it is. And oh, I'm no. Gonna, you, and I'm going to walk my ass over there. Listen. I ain't running over there. I'm going to walk my ass and let him cry. <laughs> See, I'm telling you that these are the those cultural moments, those 
that those those small things are the things that people react to and say, oh, you can't raise this person or you can't do this thing because it's those moments. Do you do you go running or do you go walking? Do you go at all? Do you just sit there at the window looking at them like this? I didn't even go to the window because I would have gone. If I would have seen him crying. You've been, you knew, you knew. (laughs) Fucking with that bike rack, you knew. (laughs) That bike rack was not going to be forgiven. So, well, you you, you broke a thing. Okay, well, well, let's go get it fixed. Your head caved in. All right, well, we'll pop it back out. That happened to your face, too. I'm just saying. I mean, what what else are you going to do? At that point, all you're going to do is you're going to try to calm them. Basically, you're going to try to make them stop crying, which is funny. And then you're gonna you're gonna try to Assess console the them, yep. and then get them the help that they need, whatever that happens to be at the moment. Is it ice? Is it going to the doctor? Is it going to the emergency room? Whatever it is, or is it just slap on the ass and get back to play? It could be. Like it could be like like, like are you okay? Do you need to go inside? And usually the answer to that question from a child no. is no. I want to stay out here and play with my friends. Okay, so are you okay? And they have to make that decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I want to stay here. Okay, well, then go ahead. Shut the hell up then. I know. <laughs> Why are you screaming and stuff? What do you, what do you expect to happen? If, you, if you're if you so hurt that this is your reaction, then we need to take you somewhere else because you're you're truly hurt, yeah. injured. Right, you right. you have a problem. Yeah. Okay, but if that's not what's happening, and why are you doing all this yelling? Yep. Okay, you want to stay here? Here's a tissue. Dry that shit up. Enjoy. We'll get you some ice later on when you're tired of playing. Oh. Yeah. Once, once the bruise starts to be discolored. Hey, man. You just. I'm sorry, but there's, there's. It's like when the baby falls. A lot of people, a lot of people do this, and I, I have been telling people for years to stop doing this. Baby falls down. Woman runs over. Oh! <laughs> you just. Now the baby is now going to start crying because they think they need to. Yep. Because you just. I walk over and be like, "You hurt? (laughs) You want to get up?" And the baby just looks at you very confused because there is something that caused a feeling. There is a feeling there. Yeah. And and you just looked at them and said, "You're all right. You fell down. Get up. Go ahead and get up." And they look at you like, "I can do that." I know that was an option. I can, I can, I can just get up and keep going. It's like sure you can. Yep, I mean you that know? happened. That literally happened last week when I was talking to my best friend, and her two-year-old fell down, and I was like, "Wow, you fell down! Get up!" And then she didn't have the same reaction. The mom didn't have the same reaction, and so she looks at mom, looks at yeah, yeah, and then looks at mom again, and then she starts crying, and I was like. Dude, you gotta get better with the all poker you gotta, face. All you gotta do is be like, you you fell down. Get up. I mean, you need to teach them the words anyway. Right. So, you fell down. Right, you don't need to teach them. Are, oh, you, are, you, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to help you? <laughs> are you Are you broken? <laughs> Stand up, look at your body. You're all good. Go ahead and keep playing. And all of a sudden, because that's how that's why you didn't cry that much. Yeah. Because you would fall down all the time. You fell down, what, 16 freaking stairs from the top to the bottom. Fell down all the stairs, got to the bottom, and started laughing. 
Yeah, okay. that more than one occasion. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, it, are you hurt? Do you feel, like, do you feel it? Because that conversation, see, there's the conversation. That's the conversation that parents didn't have with us. Right. They didn't go and ask you, are you okay? Or they just assume that there's something wrong with you. And usually, they're getting snatched up and taken away, like, removed from the yeah, situation. That was, that was always more traumatic than the event itself. Yep, yep, yep. Because like, right, usually if you fall or something, it's just a blur anyway. No, you just fall so and... It's like something was happening. Now I'm looking at the ceiling or the sky. And then all of a sudden I'm snatched up real fast and I'm over the shoulder of a person. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But my only reaction head. is, oh my God, this is this was not cool. Right. And I, I feel a thing, but I don't know what's hurting or what's going on. And Cry. No. Cry, cry. What else? What else can I do? I'm overwhelmed with all of this stuff. Emotion. But if you just sit there and look at a, oh, I'm try it. Baby, fall down. Even just, a toddler. All you gotta falls do down. is look at them. Yeah. You good? Like I, I remember. That hurt, didn't it? I was pregnant with Keegan, and I was Come on, on my go. way to the hospital with contractions, preterm contractions. And Aaron is shaking the, the gate at the top of the stairs and shakes it loose and tumbles head over heels all the way down to the bottom of the stairs. And, of course, I go racing down and I get to the bottom of the stairs and said, what happened? And he said, I fell down. I said, are you good? Yeah. Can mommy see? Okay. And he takes his shirt off. I knew the minute he took his shirt off on his own, he was fine. Nothing was broken. I said, okay, cool. Put your shirt back on. He was good. But I didn't over... I overreact because I like, oh, crap. But I ran downstairs, and by the time I got to Karen, the bottom of the stairs... Run. By the time I got to the bottom of the stairs... Like Joey and sharing food. Yeah. Karen, don't run. It's like it's like really fast arm movement with not fast... Listen, movement. I was more nimble back when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> You talking about like five and six? <laughs> see pain, see beating, see, 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 it comes out. I told you, my way works. Oh, you have no idea the beatings. how many times I have just wanted to be like. She don't even threaten. She just what? <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I I counted the other day. You hit me more than Daddy does in a day. See? No. See? You do. No. That same thing you do to him. You hit me more times like that than he does in a day. And sometimes he won't touch me in a day. I'm telling you, man. Smack all over me. I'm trying to tell y'all. I squish, I don't smack. What? That's a, damn that's a lie. lie. That's so not true. I'm, I'm telling there. you, man. <laughs> Fear works. Is it the, the problem only- is the problem is people will go overboard. Yeah. But fear works. Yeah. Right, because uh, you don't really just the fear of a consequence, whether that be being spanked or having something taken away or whatever that is. Death. Okay, but that's too death. far then. Death. I remember well, when. How did we get to death? I remember I said, when beat them. Don't far. kill them. Listen, I remember. If you're when, gonna kill them, then why'd you have them? When uh-huh. Aaron was about three or four. He was way too big for me to pick up at that point because he was the size of a six-year-old. And he had this thing where he wanted to run across in the parking lot. He wanted to run across all the time. 
and I was holding his hand one time and we were with your mom and he went to dart and I held his hand and she thought at that point I should have spanked him. Okay. And I said, no, I'm not going to spank him. And I just put him in front of a big truck and I said, can you see the windshield? She said, no. I said, that means they can't see you either. So if you run out in front of this truck when it's moving, what's going to happen? And his face just froze. He said, they're going to run over me. I said, how do you think that's going to end? I'm going to die. Do you want to keep running out? No. He never did it again. That was fear. But it was also a real possibility if he kept doing what he was doing. And I was told at that point that I had gone too far. Okay. I shouldn't have Beat told him he's gonna die. Ass. But you know what? I, I like I said, what you're back to now is obey. You don't see there's why do we not do what we think we should? We as children don't do certain things because our parents told us not to. Not because there's a, a logical reason why we shouldn't do something. And I was trying and to was, give him the logical you're, reason. Right. You're, you're, you're saying, think about this for a moment. If you do this, here is a possibility that could happen to you. Do you want this thing to happen to you? Yes or no? If you conclude that that is a thing that you don't want to do or happen to you, you don't want that outcome, then you can't do what you are going to do. See, that's all logic. Yeah. Most people do not have that conversation. One, they don't, they're not thinking in those terms. They're thinking in the moment. Oh my God, my child's going to get killed because they don't know not to run into the thing, into the street. So then I need to make sure that they know that pain is going to come from their actions. So <laughs> I cause them pain now because they didn't obey. Ah. And they need to obey me. Why do you obey me? Because if you listen to me, I will keep you safe. It's the same thing that you've been saying about your kids since before you they popped out was I have to keep them safe. It's the same rationale from the parents. It's my job. I don't need your understanding. I just need your obedience. Exactly. Like a dog. And I don't want to raise dogs. Yes, but you kind of do. No. You kind of are. The problem is... I want to, How do you get the message across? I want to raise thinking, problem-solving individuals. That sounds great. But most people leave that up to education. They leave that up to the schools. Which is, that why, is why teachers why, struggle so much in the damn classroom with your little fucking child who can't wait, sit there and listen. Down, calm down. Relax. Relax. Take a breath. Cleansing breath, a woosah, whatever you got to do. Come on now, come on, yeah. Because I mean, don't, 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 go, don't be yelling at the people about their kids now. They didn't do anything to you. They're just doing I'm telling you, that's that's what it comes okay. down to. That's it's it's because basically, and and how many times? Well, I've heard it teaching, but this idea, you are not my mama. You're not oh, my daddy. Oh, yeah, I get that. You can't talk to me that way. As a preschool teacher, mm -hmm. I, I get that a lot. So what are they? What, what, the what is the child actually saying? You I can't obe tell me. I yeah. obey them. Yeah. I don't obey you. Yep. I remember <laughs> my, I was in, during my schooling, I was in a classroom that only had two black children. And I watched how the teachers 
treated these children so differently than every other child. They were almost afraid of talking to the children in a stern way or giving them a direction that they thought could cause a problem. Yeah, because they were scared of the parents. They were scared of the parents. So there was a little a little boy. He woke up from a nap, and he decided he wanted the other kids to wake up and started throwing blocks and bowls and things at the children to wake them up. And the other teachers had told him to stop. And he wasn't, no, no, please don't do that. No, no, that's not how we treat our friends. No, no. And I walked over to the child and I said, you have been told too many times to stop. Go pick it up, put it away, and go over there and sit down. And the other teachers just about died. Oh, you can't talk to him that way. And he said, Bullshit. okay, I'm going. He got up, he did exactly as I said, and walked over. And they wanted to know what the magic was. You're the adult. You have to give them expectations. Quit no-knowing this child. That's not what he gets at home. No, but that's not what most people get at home. Most people. Because I had heard in the weeks that I had been there, I had heard him so many times. You're not my mama. I don't have to listen to you. You're not my mama. See? And, and he just kind of looked at me. I said, I'm not one of these no-no teachers But that's either. the expectation is... I'm only supposed to have, I only have to listen to those people who have made it clear to me that I must obey them. Right. Now, who are those people? And in a lot of children's lives, it's only their mother and father, maybe a grandmother, maybe a grandfather, aunts and uncles. You know, it's family. It's not anybody outside of that unit, that family unit. And, And because it used to be, if you were with your family and you had, you know, a cousin over there that you didn't know very well, and that cousin came over to you and said, you need to stop doing this. And you and that child said, you ain't my daddy. Oh. That, that's the, that's the, the whole, that's the, how that reaction goes. It goes, mine it goes, I'm about to whoop your ass <laughs> right here. And then I'm going to take you to your daddy. And he's going to make sure that you understand that you don't behave or even say these things to people in your own family because yeah. basically they have your best interest at heart. That's the difference. And that's where that whole village thing bullshit came up with because it was family that was imposing their will on the child. So then the child woke up one day after being beaten twice, woke up and was like, oh shit, that guy over there, he's one of the people I need to pay attention to. And my dad just whooped my ass for not paying attention. Now I know, you see? But see, it's not until the parents come in to the classroom and say, why are you not doing what you're supposed to be doing? Yep. You're supposed to listen to her the way you listen to her, the way you listen to him. You're, there's no difference here. And see, it's the parents that have to push that. But they stopped pushing that agenda yeah. years ago. They stopped saying to the to the teacher, look, my child. Because, you know, it, it's start, and it's funny because it's starting to flow backwards again. Yep. It, it went so far that the, the teachers were like, hands off, nothing, absolutely nothing. And now parents are like, yeah, you got it. You got to do something because my child is out of control. It's like, but wait a minute. You're, you're the one. It's your child. You yep. you did this. Now, I'm supposed to be the one that fixes it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I had a, a woman literally say to us while grabbing her hair like this, 
she, you know, give her consequences. It's like, oh, what? But this Wait, is what? your job. What, what are you it's saying? I mean, you're saying that that what you're doing at home may not be working as well, and you want someone else to come in, but you've taught your child that they don't need to listen to us. So what kind of consequence do you think that we can give? Yep. Your system doesn't even allow for detention, in-school suspension. It doesn't even allow me to keep a child in at recess. Nope. So what kind of consequence do you think there is for bad behavior at school? But I'm telling you, in the States, you're starting to see uh, teachers who are just not having it anymore. They're losing their jobs over this kind of stuff because it's basically that important. They're losing their jobs and they're starting to fight students. Well, You're starting to see it almost one, to one a week where these people, these teachers, these people who dedicated their lives to education are now having fist fights with students at school. And it's like, you, you have to set the correct expectations at home for the behavior of your child when they leave home. And you better make sure that when the teacher says, Johnny was over there not doing what they were supposed to do, that you're the one that has to say to that teacher, don't worry about it. We'll take care of this when we get home. He'll be a different person when he comes back here on Monday. See, that that's the kind of that's the kind of shit that, that we heard. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's like you were never gonna get through that weekend. It was never going to be a happy time. Why is it always like a Johnny or a Jimmy or a Tim? Because it's very generic. Johnny could be anybody. So 19, yeah. 19 states in the U.S. now have corporal punishment as part of their school system. Bring that shit back, man. Beat them. And at one, I remember when I was going for early childhood, it had dropped down to like 11. So now eight states have brought it back. I'm telling you, beat them. Mm-mm. That they this this idea that that you get to come to a place and you get to have free reign is just not true. I tell students this. Um, I've told my current students this, and I've told students this is not a democracy. Your school will never treat this as a democracy. Oh yeah. There, this is not where you practice democracy. This is where you learn democracy. Yeah. It is not the same thing. Right. And most schools are autocratic or dictatorships. It's, it's, they're not team-based. They're definitely not team-based in this environment. They're no. not in, in Asia. But they're not all, all the teachers get to have input in it. No, that's not true. Nope. It's, it's one you philosophy, one idea. Everybody falls in line with that. And then there are rules. And the rules of the school yeah. are the things that everybody must follow. And a lot of people don't realize that when you go to school, that we're all following the same rules. I'm enforcing them. You have to follow them. When you break them, then I have to do something. Right. You hurt that child. Now I have to do something. You hit that child. I now have to do something. You're, I'm essentially the prison guard. Yep. You see? Yep. And that's the thing that I don't think people understand about school. School is ne- has never really been this democratically run place. It has always been this place where we all are falling under a certain standard and we all are just maintaining it. 
The thing is funny because you went to school. At least elementary school. So you knew what it was like. Like, I know that. Yeah, but parents forget. Yeah, parents forget. I know, but... That's actually on here. Parents forget. Parents forget. Quick. Because Why? they Because they've been so far removed from that time and those feelings and the things that they went through. Their, their parents, I mean, you're talking what? Hopefully. 20 years from, from them going through it, you know, to the time that they had their own kids. Let's right. hope that's 20. We all know it's far less than that. But 20, let's say 20 years. Nice round number. If you're, if you're a thinking, I mean, think back 20 years. If you try to do it, you ain't even there. I can't. If I think back 20 years, I, I remember a lot of that. I remember the feelings. I remember the, the impressions. You have certain pictures in your mind of your past. You, you remember that time. But see, when you're, um, when you're a teacher, you're forced to have to keep reliving a yeah. lot of that stuff. Whereas people that are not teachers are never really forced to deal with it. They're thinking about high school. They're thinking about... Uh, college. They're thinking about the trade school they went to. They're thinking about all of these, uh, the the party they went to. They're thinking about, you know, the first drink or, you know, women or men that they've had relationships with. They're thinking about way to, they're thinking about a certain way, time, way but then like 10 years or what, 15 they aren't years. Thinking of, they're not thinking back <clears throat> to what, what it felt like to have to read in front of the yes. class in second grade. Mm-hmm. And, or, you know, the, the teacher getting pissed off because you don't know how to use a dictionary or, no. you know. Yeah, yeah I thinking. got shaken by a teacher. My first week at a new school, I asked her how to spell this word. And she said, look it up. And I said, okay, but what does the word start with? And she literally shook me. What do you Explains mean? Explains a lot. And I just looked at her like, what the hell is wrong with you? Shaken baby syndrome. Oh, seven. Shaking seven-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. I was in third grade, so I was seven. But yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of people do not remember. They don't re- They remember certain things, but they they're not dealing with it daily. Teachers are dealing with it daily because we're seeing the results of certain things, but we're also knowing like where we're seeing where they are and where they could possibly be going. So we're yep. we're seeing this gamut of we of watch them walk their growth. path and yeah. where their path could lead should they continue this sort. Not pick up that. Skill. It's like when you're when you're sitting there and you're like, "This is a, a true psychopath." Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I've looking a at a psychopath yeah. in my classroom. And I'm, I'm watching them. I'm looking at them. I can see it, and they and they don't know it yet. Their parents don't know it yet. And the, the psychologists teachers, haven't noticed the, it yet. But the teachers see it. The teachers are like, "Yep, you're going right down that same road that twenty other students have gone down." We'll see you on the other side. Maybe it'll be. Maybe you'll be in jail, or maybe you'll be president. Yeah. Not kidding. That's 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 really that's, how it works. That's how you think about it. You're like, you're either going to be the most successful person, or you're going to be in jail. Mm-hmm. Or you're dead. either going to be a, a nice guy, or you're going to be a fucking wife beater. You're gonna you you can see it. Yeah. Very early on, and a lot of people act like that's not true, but it's true. A lot of people that have to deal with children and then see them. March through time, you can you you, you like yep yeah, that you you're you're gonna get to a fork, you're gonna make a choice, yep, and then you're gonna go down that same path that we've seen kids go down many 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 times. Yep, that's what happens. All right, what else you got? That's it. 
That's it for today. That's it for today. Where's my paper? Where's my damn paper at? Where's my paper? Who do I beat to get my paper? That's a whole other show. And the You're chair that keeps letting me down. That's a whole different show. What? What's a whole different show? Get your mind to go her. What? Do you mind when you got her again? Dorsey. Sad. Sad business. All right. So if you want to find the Traveling Vars, you can find us on the YouTube, the Facebook, the Pinterest, the iTunes, the Spotify, and the Google Podcast. At the Traveling Fars. If you like the Twitter or the Instagram, Traveling Fars. Email travelingfars at gmail.com. Blog space. The Traveling Fars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. Feel free to send us your questions. <laughs> I only have. Not know. about parents. <laughs> send them about other things. Yeah, man. Get <laughs> something some, more we interesting. Need some, we need some variety or something. We, you know. What the fuck? No motherfucking harnesses. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Not for a child. <laughs> what the hell? Harnesses? Who are they even talking about harnesses? I saw them last week and I was like, no, these bitches didn't. Babies and a damn like a dog. Harnesses. Dogs. Put a child in a harness. What's wrong with folks?